Hello and welcome to Northside Now. This is the podcast where your lovable hosts take you on a tour through all of the ministries and the latest happenings around Northside Church to keep you better connected with your church family. I'm one of your hosts, Patrick, and with me as always are my two enigmatic co-hosts, Glenn Miller and Kevin Bryant. Enigmatic? Uh, yes, spell that. <laughs> e- e- in- well, you know what time it is. It's time for... <laughs> Bible Dad Jokes, okay. Sports Edition. Uh, oh, wow. oh, okay. Hey, guys. Did yep. you know baseball was mentioned in the Bible? In the beginning? Yeah. It starts <laughs> off in the big inning. Eve stole first, Adam stole second, and then Cain struck out Abel. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, we've had a couple Abel jokes in there. Uh, uh. Hey, did you know that, that tennis was also mentioned in the Bible? <laughs> no. Ten something. No, when uh, when when Joseph served in Pharaoh's court. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's the yeah, guy. I don't know. I'm having too much fun with the sound effects today. Hey. Well, I also thought I'd I'd end things off with a uh, an oldie but a goodie. Okay. <laughs> so one day an old man was playing golf with Moses and Jesus. Moses was first to tee off, so he took a shot, and it landed squarely in the water. Without missing a beat, Moses parted the waters, took another shot, and it landed next to the cup. Jesus went next, and his ball landed in the water as well. But Jesus walked out onto the water, took another shot, and his too landed on the green next to the cup. Finally, the old man stepped up to the tee and took his shot. His was also headed right for the water, but at the last second, a fish jumped out of the water and caught the ball in its mouth. And then an eagle swooped out of the sky and caught the fish in its talons. And as the eagle flew off over the green, the fish dropped the ball and it rolled into the hole for a perfect hole in one. Moses looked over at Jesus and said, I hate playing golf with your father. Yeah, <laughs> I actually heard a preacher tell that from the pulpit one time. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was a, a joke he told during a sermon one time. I don't know how many times I've heard that joke, but yeah. I feel like I can't let it die. Mm-hmm. I need to just keep telling it. <laughs> well, welcome to the uh, to the podcast room, there, joke. Way to go! <laughs> Thanks. All right, jokes. You can uh, you can leave the room now. Um, oh man, it's time for our next guest. Right. Well, we have hit fall because. Um, Yes, Kevin. Kevin is over here with a vest on of of some kind of furry goat looking sheep looking thing. It's uh, I'm sure it's something synthetic. And and Patrick is over here in his Timber Maniac stage apparel, which is flannel looking wear and, and shorts <laughs> and shorts. And I'm just here in and he broke out his t-shirt. beard today. He's got a full beard today. Yeah. yeah. Some days I choose not to wear it, but <laughs> yeah. So so it has definitely cooled off. That's good. Though. My favorite time of the year, though. You feel like you just energized to do anything now. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think you walk outside and you're not, not immediately sweating. That is helpful. And you don't have to, you know, break the ice off your car. <laughs> that is it's helpful. kind too. of in between. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. Well, it is nice. So that's good. Good well, uh, good weather for like a picnic or something. Yeah. yeah. How about that picnic? That was Man, that time. was a fun picnic on was Sunday, fun. wasn't I it? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And I'm, and I'm glad that the uh, old men are still the victors of the football game. With with not too many injuries. Not too many injuries. And uh, <laughs> weekend warrior And the kids fall out. Just, just never will. Never will get to the point of being able to whip up on us. They, they just can't do it. So You don't think they felt sorry for us, do you? Nah. Nah. So you think they tried their best? 
I, well, I know they did. Okay. You know, all right. Just, just checking the way that one kid took down. I don't even remember his name. Where did, <laughs> I think they brought him that way. He took down Patrick that time. That was the ringer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be on crutches for a couple of weeks because of that one. <laughs> so, well, good deal. Well, it is, it is a nice weather. Finally, fall is in the air. It's officially fall, even on the uh, calendar. And uh, when it's officially fall, uh, my friend Chuck Jones likes to head off to his boat and calls me occasionally and says, let's go catch some Kentuckys. And uh, then we get to go over to his dad's house. And, and that man makes the best hush puppies on the planet. Chuck, your dad is a hush puppy making machine. He is. He has lots of practice at it, which is a good thing. So, And that's just not a story. Chuck's actually here in the studio with us. So welcome to the podcast room, Chuck. Thank you, gentlemen. So, good to be here. Looks like you've been playing football. I have not been playing football, <laughs> but I might have an injury sustained around the football. I'm not sure. Yeah. So you had a little uh, shoulder a little shoulder work ro- done. Rotator cuff surgery last Thursday, as yeah. a matter of fact. So. Well, and I, you know, when they do that, you know, you want to look up at the surgeon and say, is this what the Bible means when they're talking about melt me, mold me, remake me? You there know, it is. So. That's right. That's so right. it's pretty cool. Well, Chuck's here today because he recently went on a men's outing with uh, Way forward adventures and we wanted to get him him to talk about that a little bit because this is something that we've wanted to do and do something like this in in the future and hopefully sooner than later but it's always nice to have someone who's done something that you've seen you know i've heard other people talk about it and stuff but i was like when chuck went i was like i know him really well we can we can really have a good conversation about that so tell us a little bit about your your trip and your adventure you took so it was it was awesome for sure, um, and coming off of a pandemic and being squarely in my house for the last two years because mm. I'm <laughs> typically on the road and haven't been, which has been great, but yeah. also a bit stir crazy and had the opportunity to go and disconnect, right? Yeah. And so that was the most appealing part of it for me was to say, okay, a week, you know, five days without cell phone service or any service in any capacity, no screens to look at, no nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm game for that, right? And yeah. so it was a little added bonus that there was a, a fly fishing component to this particular trip. Uh-huh. And so I was a little bit more intrigued on that, which I'm not a fly fisherman. And I'm reminded why I'm not a fly fisherman <laughs> when I was out there. But uh, yeah, it was, it was really amazing just to be able to completely disconnect and and go and just experience, you know, I was just about every morning sitting and, you know, just trying to take some quiet time and in a field full of absolute wildflowers that were just oh, wow. stunning. So, yeah. you know, just the landscape and mountains and every view that you had, it was, it was remarkable. Was. Well, before we talk about where you did this, sure. um, now the fly fishing, did y'all catch anything? We actually, um, Part of the the trip was supposed to be we landed on Friday and we were supposed to go um, with a guide on Saturday. And Friday when we landed, it was torrential downpours, thunderstorming. So the river that we were supposed to be on was flooded and super, (laughs) um, you know, chocolate milk, he called it. And so when we get to the guide outfit, he said boys, I can't even catch a fish out here. So there's no need in us taking you. But yeah. what we are going to do is to show you, you know, how to fly fish and how to, how to cast and that kind of stuff. So they did take us around to a, like a park that was close and showed us kind of the basics of how to yeah. use the fly rods. And, and so we, we got some experience. And then so what was supposed to be a full day of guide trip turned into half a day. And then they kind of cut us loose and weren't going to go fishing with us. And so we went on our own. We actually called the the place that we were uh, to, to go on the trip 
with. Yeah. And they recommended another park that was fairly close by. And so we wound up going up to this park and just kind of going on our own. And we wound up catching quite a few. Actually, oh, we had fun. one guy with us that caught like 15 that hour. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. Now I've done just a little bit of fly fishing mm-hmm. in, in uh, Colorado actually mm-hmm. is where I learned. And, um, I, I'm, you know, it's one of those things you got to really do yeah. a lot to, yeah. to be yeah. like yeah. really, really good at it. But yeah. you, you don't have to be super great to, no. once you figure out how to get it out there, That's right. then the yeah. fish will do the rest of it, That's hopefully. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, the difference is, is that, you know, I'm used to catching bass and yeah. crappie and yeah. that are decent size. And I mean, they're super excited about catching, you know, a fish that's eight inches long. Yeah. <laughs> I get it because you're fishing with four pound test line or whatever yeah. it is. Right. So it's. It's definitely a different uh, feel to it, for sure. Yeah, and um, Northside, we do have some guys who are pretty hardcore fly fishermen yeah. here in the church. And yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun to go do something different. For but, sure. Yeah. You know, if you went to Florida, I guess you could do the whole fly rod and a tarpon yeah, thing. Yeah, you could. That's for definitely sure. on my list of yeah. things to do. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> That'd be yeah. fun. So you, y'all were in Colorado, right? We were. Okay. Yeah, it was called Way Forward Adventures is the name of the outfit. Incredible outfit. Um the founder, Todd Pinkston, is his name, and, and he was there. And, and mostly um, kind of young summer workers kind of, mm-hmm. you know, kind of were there and helping with uh, the guides. And I don't know, I think they do 30 or 40 trips in a given summer, so from spring to, to fall. Um, incredible outfit just you know really i've never been hiking i've never had any experience like this and so i was kind of going into it blind and expecting it to be maybe run down and you know just yeah. kind of a dive or you know mm-hmm. i just didn't really know what mm-hmm. to expect but it was it was so not they have had several people i think they've gone over the years and um you know lots of investors that have helped them and so they have a really yeah. nice base camp that's there and so we were there and had a great dinner you know as soon as we got there that friday night and then kind of talked about what it was going to be like and um, you know, the, the hardest part for me was what I was most excited about was, you know, disconnecting. But they also said, you know, you can't carry a watch. You can't carry your phone. You don't carry anything that tells time. Your job is to follow directions and to go with us and to enjoy what yeah. God created. Yeah. Oh, and cool. so it was really neat, you know, from that. But that was really hard because, you know, we all, I mean, even for me, I was like, I don't know how many steps I'm taking. You know, I'm carrying a watch <laughs> and that kind of stuff. And none of that, you know. Yeah. So we didn't know when and what time it was. It didn't really matter. We went to bed when it got dark and yeah. we woke up when it got light. And mm. so that was kind of the whole point of that was just to really, truly disconnect and stop making decisions, yeah. you know, just to kind of be there and to, to experience what God has to offer so did you have to get a lot of equipment for this trip or you know you didn't have to they actually provided most everything for you i wound okay. up buying a few things um you know i bought like a mat because i wasn't sure about it mm. and a pillow and some of that stuff but they provided the sleeping bags and the tents and, and all of that and then of course they they suggested and gave us you know the packing list that was there and so you know we printed it out and, and i got you know and i had a lot of it but they they really suggested layers and it was really hard because it was summertime here so it was stinking hot and mm. they're talking about you know wool <laughs> socks and thermal underwear and i'm just like "Mm," you know it's just hard for me to pack it right and so for me that was it was interesting but i got there and i took hiking socks i didn't take wool socks i've got 15 pairs of wool heavy wool socks that i honey in every year but i didn't take them and and it was cold i mean in the 30s cold and raining and my feet were wet Mm. and it was cold and i was wishing i had those wool socks right and so that kind of stuff was there but you know i i wound up buying a few things but honestly they didn't they said whatever you have or don't have we'll provide and so they they had all of that and they truly had really nice gear 
gear that you know sleeping bag which i don't know any of the name brands it didn't really matter to me yeah. but what i know yeah. is i got in it and i was warm yeah <laughs> and that's, that's what that's what matters right? yeah. that's important exactly. yeah. Yeah, well sure. you mentioned dinner at base camp and that was going to be one of my questions how was the food on the trail it was remarkable really it really was i was shocked you know i mean they, just like beef jerky and <laughs> well i i did i packed because i make deer jerky actually on the regular and oh, so nice. i packed you know three or four pounds of deer jerky just in case it was yeah. awful i could at least sustain myself right and that was kind of what i thought too but then i had read the reviews and sure enough i mean the meals were great the guides were phenomenal they did a good job of cooking you know every meal for you and so it was uh, you know one night we had salmon and then you know we'd have like chicken and rice and you know so they were actually very well done yeah, cooks that's awesome. all the way through yeah so you know hot bread every night just about right so it was uh, it was very well done they they knew how to pack it was Definitely planned to the T. Of course, we don't know any of it. All we know is, hey, follow me, <laughs> right? Yeah, and that's yeah. just kind of what we did, which was nice. But at the same yeah. time, it was like, really, you know, I didn't. I was expecting the worst, and I was, I was pleasantly surprised. So, Chuck, how did you get connected? How, do you, it sounds like you haven't been on this particular with this group before, but how did you find out about them? So it was just a group of men here in town. I was actually really? doing a Bible study here in town. Okay. And, uh, you know, they had reached out and said, Hey, we're going on this. We've gone on this. It was with another church. Right. And so they, they've been going apparently for several years. And so nice. he just asked and said, Hey, do you want to go? And I was like, I kind of want to, but I'm not sure. And so right. he kind of kept prodding me and prodding me. And, you know, I was like, you know, why not? I talked to Sarah and she was like, sure, you haven't been anywhere and done anything. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it'd probably be good for you to do that. So yeah. she gave me the green light and I was like, deposit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. How was the, how was the hike? How was the walk? Was it like you need to be... AT train. So or, I mean, or, obviously, I'm I'm not fit necessarily, right? I do work out fairly regularly, but at the same time, I am not prepared to, you know, which what wound up being was a 50 to 70 pound pack. I still don't oh, know how yeah. much the pack weighed, um, but the the group of men that was going, we actually um, did some rucking, which I didn't even know that was a term. But <laughs> yeah, so we yeah. packed, um, you know, I put like um, 30 pounds in a backpack that I had a hunting backpack and I had, mm -hmm. of all things, uh, tile left over at my house. And so I put tile in my backpack <laughs> and we went over to Union Trails and yeah. did that for probably six or eight weeks, I guess, prior to going just to kind of get prepared. I bought some new hiking boots. Mine were 10 years old because I just don't. And so yeah. I just did not have right. blisters and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that was what I did. Um, yeah. I didn't do anything else. I didn't really do any more walking or anything else. And there was a wide range of men that were there to, you know, late fifties to probably mid twenties, I guess. And so obviously varying levels of fitness, um, and, and everybody with the exception of one made it very, very well. And the only one he had trouble the second day with altitude sickness. And yeah. I don't really know what causes that. They don't know what causes yeah. it. It's, you know, they say to get out there a few days in advance and we were out there, we landed on Friday and our journey didn't start until Sunday. So we were there a couple of days to try to get acclimated to the altitude, but for the most part, everything else was fine. So. Outside of the, I'm sure, gorgeous scenery, mm -hmm. what, uh, in the in the walking and the solitude, like you said, the time time alone to reflect to one night, was there... Uh, activities or, you know, discussions or it sounds like it's a Christian organization, right? It is a Christian organization and that's exactly what it is. And they've got guidebooks and I brought it here into the studio and let y'all see it, but it's got devotionals every day mm. and kind of lessons kind of that they talk about. And it's, it's, organized all the way through, especially at meals. You know, we talked about meals, but that was the deal is, you know, when it's mealtime, you're all sitting together and it's your job to um, come up with a question for the meal, right? And so you have a question and it kind of goes around with the group and it wound up being, I think, 12 of us that were there, 11 of us. 
And um, so we would talk, you know, with every meal. It's not just eating in silence. Right. Yeah. And so, and, and then spread throughout um, was testimonies. So we gave a 20-minute testimony and then a 20-minute Q&A for each person. Cool. And so we got to know the men that were there. Right. I knew... It wound up, I actually knew two men, one that invited me and then one that I had known previously, kind of didn't know him super well, mm-hmm, but I mm-hmm. got to know him obviously very well because right. you spend five days with each other and that's yeah. all you're doing. You're, I mean, you're, you're literally sitting that's around right. and you're in a tent with somebody, right? And so yeah. you're sleeping with somebody else, you know, yeah. so it's, oh, yeah. it's, you know, nothing but time is there. So I was a little intimidated because I just didn't know and I don't know who these men are, but now I know them very well, mm-hmm. right? And and they're yeah. all just like I am. I mean, they're just seeking and wanting an experience of God and to be able to be reconnected to nature and all that. And so we had that much in common That's and, it, great. and it, was, it was really good. That's great. And you said that you even saw, I mean, this is not just a men's, men's group no. trip thing it, it families, families and women and yeah. men and, they had you know. father sons and daughter and mother daughter event or trips that were planned and so mm-hmm. i think it started out being a men's trip and he kind of gave a little bit of the history and it's been going for several years and but he said they've expanded it out trying to do that and so i mean you know incredibly well um well done all the way across but it seemed like it was very well attended because his trips were planned and so i mean i know they had booked this trip a year in advance yeah so i yeah. mean if Northside, if we're looking at doing that, which I would love to do it again, it would be yeah. awesome. It's something that you need to be on now to be yeah. planning for next year because yeah. I guarantee you they've already got a ton of weeks that right. are already booked, right? right. Yeah. So, yeah. What is the general curriculum or what, what do they talk about? Kind of what are they wanting to teach you, help you understand, help you yeah. learn about yourself? What's what's the yeah. ultimate so, goal? I mean, their, their mantra and, and one of the things they talk about a lot is be where your boots are. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where they are is to say and remind you that you get distracted. We all get distracted with the technology that we're listening to this podcast on and these phones <laughs> and all the things sure. that we have in our life that are there. Right. And when you're, you know, in so many ways distracted by the world, mm. you're distracted by the world. Right. And so the goal of that is to get back to centered and to be able to say, hey, where are you today? Yeah. What are you experiencing today? Where is God today? Where are you in your relationship with God today? And so they really want you to be able to pause, right? That's the point of that week is to be able to pause and to reset and to say, okay, where have I been? What have I been up to? What am I looking forward to? What am I missing? You mm-hmm. know, and what what can I take away from this week to be able to say, okay, where can I get back to? And using that mantra a little bit of be where your boots are, because even for me, I mean, it's been several months now, this is I've been, and you get sucked right back yeah. into your normal yeah. routines, yeah. right? And yeah. so, yeah. you know, as much as I hated the surgery, it's been good for me to be able to stop because I can't do anything. And so I've been able to go back and reconnect and do the talking mm-hmm. and the listening mm-hmm. and the things that, you know, are back to kind of what I was doing here when I was on the week away. Yeah. And especially uh, uh, for parents of mm-hmm. kids that are still in the home, mm-hmm. you, you, you don't feel necessarily like a prisoner to their, to their schedules, but there's a lot to manage. A lot. I mean, a lot going on, especially as the kids get older and you're into various sports and lots of things and, and you just can't help but be distracted. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and especially coming off like a 2020 year, mm-hmm. what a, what a better way to, to just refocus and mm-hmm. reset. It sounds fantastic. It really was. And I mean, I was nervous about the whole hiking thing again, not being, yeah, I'm an outdoorsman. I hunt and I fish and that kind of stuff, but never really done it. I mean, and there's a whole sport around that, right? I right. mean, sure, people yeah. go around and yeah. they do. And obviously, I mean, because I was looking even at some of the gear and trying to buy some of it. And it was like, oh my gosh, this is it's incredibly expensive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could spend a thousand dollars in a, you know, for one trip. I would just stuff, yeah. you yeah. know, that yeah. I wouldn't, I don't know that I would ever use again. I mean, you know, exactly. I don't know that I wouldn't. I mean, Yes, it was a wonderful 
trip, and I would do it certainly over again, but it's not that I'm going to pick up that hobby of hiking. Sure. Right? I mean, we live sure, in West Tennessee, sure, sure. and I know there are places to go, but it's not necessarily something that we're focused on around yeah. this area. Was it, was it an affordable trip? I mean, is, or is it something yeah. that you really Well, got? I mean, I guess it's all relative. I think it was about $1,000 for the okay. trip that was there. So, you know, and that was, um, you know, everything, obviously accommodations, travel, out, travel and out and everything that was there. So included the airline and all that. So, so it, y'all it flew out? We did. We flew out, um, you know, Friday to Friday. So, I mean, it was a full week. So we were gone, you know, Friday. And then again, the fishing part of it. So I think you could probably do it in a day or two less. And they have different varying lengths of trips. But I think their sweet spot is four days kind of on trail or four yeah. nights on trail, five days. So the reality of that for $1,000, it really travels your most expensive thing. It is. I mean, there's no doubt sure. about that. Yeah. Just having done a lot of different types of trips, it doesn't take a whole lot to figure that one out. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's so. exactly right. But that includes all the the gear and the food and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. again, you know, you buy whatever and you can bring whatever you wanted to. And for me, you know, I didn't know what to bring, and so I brought my suitcase that allowed me to carry fifty pounds on the air, you know, airplane. Yeah. And so I put fifty pounds worth of stuff in there. <laughs> and I'm kind of glad I did. I had one guy that was out there that did not bring a rain jacket, and yeah. and I had an extra one. I had a lighter one and then a heavier one, and I wasn't sure which one to have, and so I wound up having you know extra. Right. So there's that, and then frankly, they would provide. So that was part of their deal of saying what you don't have from a mid layer to a heavy layer to a base layer to whatever these layers are, <laughs> they would have provided it for you had you not had it. Cool. So, Well, we want to ask you about some other stuff, but when you got home, did you come back and say, man, I had a really great trip. That was an awesome experience. I mean, everybody needs to really go. But you've already said you kind of slid back into some of the old sure. habits, but did you come home for a while and... Did you and Sarah have some conversations? Oh, did you yeah. be able to talk to your kids differently? For sure. How did it change the things around your and, and the reason I'm asking is because on on their website, wayforwardadventures.com, they have all kinds of videos and mm-hmm. promotions. And there is one of this woman, uh, this young woman who her husband went and, you know, he didn't really know if he wanted to go or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and he did, and she, you know he was worried about her being on toddlers mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she, her comment, where I'm ultimately getting to, is anytime he wants to go, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. So, did you have that kind of experience coming back home? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, obviously I'm not going to speak for Sarah, but I think you know she recognized that certainly having been there and in the year that we had, you know, the break was nice, even though it was rough. I mean, because we have three little ones. I mean, right. we had four, yeah. eight, yeah. nine, right? And yeah. so they're they're real close, and they're a lot <laughs> to deal <laughs> yeah. with. And so for sure. a solid week, um, it was tough. But I, I do think that she recognized that you know to be able to come back and to be recentered. And we had lots of conversations, and you know, I've had several people over showing pictures, and you know, all the whole like experience in the event and and how much more it's connected me and reminded me that you know where am I spending my time? Yeah. Where am I spending my focus? And is that really what I need to be spending my time and my focus on? Right. And yes, the kids, when we're in a season where that's important and certainly sure. I need to be the best dad that I can be, sure. but at the same time, how much time do I spend on my phone or my career and my work and all that? And not that those aren't important, but it certainly helps me to prioritize. And, and I think having the experience and gone through it and being reminded that I can get back centered fairly quickly. And even using that mantra of, you know, because be where your boots are. If you've not been on something like that, yeah. that doesn't really make any sense. But when yeah. you're sitting there yeah. literally looking at the scenery that's around you yeah. and experiencing and being able to take that in and to be able to come back to that and say, yeah, I can be back right where I'm at and be where my boots are, even though they may be in my sunroom looking at my backyard <laughs> versus, sure, sure, you sure, know, sure. looking at the mountain landscape that's there. It's it's the practice of being able to do that and stop and be still and listen, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And sometimes, you know, I, I've found this to be true in my own life. We 
like our, our, our brain forgets how to be quiet and to be still unless we've had an experience where we had to be still. Mm-hmm. We were forced to be still. Yes. And in a situation like this where you don't have the things we rely on, watches right. and all that, that, that you, you don't have another choice. That's right. And so once you have that experience, though, I've found that you can get back to it mm-hmm. pretty quickly. You can. It, I mean, you have to be intentional about it. That's right. But w- once you've had that, uh, so I recommend that for anybody. Whether you know, it, it could just be like a camping trip where sure you you take all the kids' stuff, which they'll be so happy about. <laughs> You'll be the perfect parent whenever that happens. <laughs> but something like that maybe could be you know something that might work too. But sure, this sounds like a fantastic opportunity. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't recommend it any better. I mean, just the whole outfit from top to bottom was the experience of it mm-hmm. all. Even following up, I mean, he's emailed and, you know, checking in. How are things going? Yeah. You know, yeah. Really glad you enjoyed it. You know, if you want to get a trip yourself, you know, let's talk about that. You know, so yeah. they're completely open. And, I mean, it's just, it's a it's a family that's there. I mean, they, they relocated from Texas to Colorado to run this camp wow. and this outfit. And they are doing great work, right? And so for God's kingdom, ultimately, yeah. because that's really what it sure. boils down to is to say, hey, we're giving you the experience to stop what you're doing and really assess where you are. And that's where I think it's kind of started out was a group of men that were heavy in business and all sorts of other stuff. And then they went and they were like, my gosh, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. How much time am I wasting on the acquiring of more stuff, right? Versus doing what God really wants me to be doing. So yeah. that's kind of where it got started, which is awesome. Well, this is definitely something we want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I've been, because I've just, Someone else in town did it, another friend of mine, and I've watched him kind of do it. I've talked to him a little bit, but you know, like I said, Chuck is a lot closer to me, and so I was like, as soon as, as soon as I heard you went on this, I didn't know you were even doing this. You were home before I even real, I even <laughs> knew you had done this, yeah. and I was like, ah, I gotta call him. So, um, so I was really excited to hear you do this, and and Chuck gave us kind of your own segue over to we had Yako a few episodes back in talking about a new Sunday school class mm-hmm. for you know parents with young young children or mm-hmm. i don't think you have to have children to be in there even no, but just sure. it's kind of the younger family aged uh people says, <laughs> says this 49 year old <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i do have a four-year-old so yeah, you know i'm so, a procrastinator so somewhere next. so uh when yaka was here y'all were just starting i mean like it was gonna be the, the next sunday right so y'all been a few sundays in how yeah. has the sunday school class and that Rage been going. It's been good. I mean, it started off super strong, right? And and as things will do, hey, it's new. Let's go look, right? And so yeah. I think we had some of that that was there, but we've settled in and we've got a good crew that's there. Um, I mean, for me, it's been good. Um, we've had one social event already, and we're already trying to plan another one. So we're we're really gearing more, um, you know, on the social side and staying connected. So, you know, Yako and uh, Becca and I are helping lead that. And so we're sending text messages every day and trying to stay connected as a class, which is is good for me, right? Mm. I need structure. <laughs> yeah. Structure is good for me. And so that's been helpful. Um, so, uh, you know, it's been good. We're just finishing up our um, our first uh, kind of series that we started uh, decided to do called Don't Give Up. Mm-hmm. And so it was really good. And then um, we're going to do a a few Sundays on prayer. And then I'm going to pick up and we're going to try to do the book of John for, I don't know how many weeks we're just going to figure that out. And so that was kind of the goal of the class, just to say, let's do some curriculum of some capacity, whatever that may be. And then let's try to teach a gospel and then maybe kind of alternate that back and forth. And so to... 
to mix it up a little bit instead of just doing, you know, the kind of typical curriculum kind of style is to say, yeah. hey, let's do that, even though I'm not qualified to teach. John. <laughs> it, it's something that I went through actually in the spring in another Bible study. And so I feel I took really good notes just for my own purpose. And <laughs> mm-hmm. so I said, hey, that's kind of the point. You know, yeah. you, you go through that and then you, you turn around and do that yourself. So, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Would there be any chance that, you know, you might remind people to be where their boots are? And that's uh, it's certainly, <laughs> certainly very possible for that's sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Now, where y'all meet? Y'all meet in the 400 hall, is that right? We do. Yeah, so it's the first classroom on the right, World 1, I guess. I don't do y'all know have a name? Is. is there a name um, in this class? No, we, we do have Yes, a there name. is. Patrick oh, <laughs> Two seconds, us. two seconds, two seconds. And it's probably on the website. It is on the website. That's what I'm... Yako's the name, kind of, you know, instigator of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that was maybe spirited by Daphne. <laughs> yeah, Yako... Uh, he was trying something new, uh-huh. you know, or stepping out. So yeah, he's been called to you know help lead that, and so it's been great. It's, That's good. It's yeah. been so much fun, and and I told him, you know, we of course a little bit of growing pains of, man, it's a lot, you know, to try to get prepared for Sunday school. Oh, but yeah. it's great, right? Because you know as well as I do, when you teach, you learn, and yeah. so it benefits you yeah. more than anything. Even though it can be like, where am I going to find the time to do this? It has helped me to do that, and even getting up and finding just the content to send out to somebody on a text message every morning. You know, it's a little much, but it's good because it forces me to do my daily devotional that I say I'm going to do anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. According to the website, the name of the class is Light Seekers. Light Seekers. Go, Yaka. Seeking the light. I thought, I thought you were about to go with lightsabers. I know. For a <laughs> that would be really cool. Oh, I don't have that sound effect. I need to add that one. <laughs> It'd be really funny. You know, if you put the little signs on the doors or whatever, you can like cross lightsabers. <laughs> there you go. That'd be there kind we go. of cool. Be the light seekers. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Well, we're glad that you're you're doing that, and yeah. uh, come join us, and um, that you've been a part of something like this. And that's what you know. Those listening, if you're doing something like what Chuck's done, and it's made a difference in your life, or it's something going on, let us know because we would love to have you in, just like Chuck's mm-hmm. come in to tell everybody else about it. Because that's how cool it would be to start having some folks from you know, Northside go and have mm-hmm. that experience together. I mean, I know that's how Amaya started in this church. Well, you know, there's so much of that going on. As many individuals as there are in Northside Church are is the variety of options of what people are doing, right? Yeah. And for me, it's always been when you hear someone's testimony, when you hear someone's personal experience, it, it, it really sort of helps you connect to what's in your own life. And so the more that we can talk about those things, mm-hmm. the more, I mean, you talked, Chuck, about the, you know, everybody got to share their own testimony. Mm-hmm. And I imagine it's it's pretty enlightening and you find things in other people's stories to connect to you. And it it helps us all feel like, okay, you know what? We really are more alike than we are different. Yeah. And not only, you know, is it important to share how God's working in our life, but that can minister to other people. Mm-hmm. And so for anybody listening that has a cool experience like that, I would definitely agree with you, Glenn, and say, let's let's talk about, let's be talking about that. Yeah. It was it, remarkable how real those got, right? The testimonies, mm-hmm. right? Is Because we're all grown men, right? And so we share it. And that was the, the unique thing about that, right? Which is why it's not co-ed, because it's men. And so we're talking about men problems and men issues. Sure. And so we got deep quick. Yeah. Because we're all around each other, right? Mm-hmm. And that's there's no other necessary activities around. And so we're we're kind of stuck with each other, which is good in a good way. And we're talking about our yeah. experiences. And so to your point, it was really very ministering to my soul to see, ah, yes, I struggle, right? I'm a sinner and I do all these things. And then 
every other man just about struggles with something very similar, yeah. right? It's, it's like, oh, you know, not that that helps me with, with that particular sin as much as it is just identifying and saying, oh, you know, I'm not alone mm-hmm. and I can share that. And that is the accountability that's there and that kind of stuff that, you know, helps with that. And, sure. and I think for men especially too, because sometimes when men get together, sharing kind of becomes a griping session, complaining, you know, stuff like that. But in situations, I've been in situations that are a little bit similar to, to that, not on something exactly, but you tend to skip that step and go mm-hmm. a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And that's when you really do get to know each other. That's you know? right. Cause, well, you put the macho up, right? I mean, because exactly. that's a lot of it is posturing and this exactly. and that because we men can exactly. do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it only takes one, right? And we were yeah. fortunate where the first testimony got really serious really quick. And yeah. so, like, oh, okay, this is where we're going, which is great, right? Because yeah. then everybody else kind of followed suit, which right. allowed you to put all that nonsense up, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, we all can put the face on and, yeah, yeah I'll say everything. It's great, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Is it? <laughs> or or you stop it. Yeah, my boss is this, or you right. know, my wife right. and kids are driving me crazy, right. and and my car breaks down every five minutes. You that's know, right. you get past that that's right. too. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and down into that deeper. That's right. Meaningful stuff. That's right. So yeah. well, good. That's excellent stuff. Again, we really want to um, do this in the future. So you can check that out at wayforwardadventures.com. And, um, you know, if you see Chuck running up and down the halls of the church, if you've never seen Chuck, he's probably the only one I know in the church right now that is all wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's not moving his uh, left uh, left arm very far. So if you see a guy with his arm, left arm is all kind of tied to his body, that's probably Chuck. And Six so, more weeks, so I'll be that way. And so. not a day further, I probably <laughs> I bet, I bet. So, yeah, I bet it's not that long. I bet you get into some therapy, you'll be whipping out of here. I hope so. Like like a Superman. So, well, good. Well, thanks for coming in and sharing thanks all that good me. stuff with us. And uh, that, that, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Yeah. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to go hiking. Let's go. It's fun. I, I mean, yeah. this weather right now, if you yeah. can capitalize oh, on this. Oh, for sure. Oh. Yeah, 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 that'd be awesome. Sure. That'd be Great. awesome. Well, we can't just whip out of here today hiking, Patrick, nah. but what do we have coming up soon that we might be able to do that's around here? Chuck, was that what you heard at night when you were sleeping? <laughs> Those are the rare uh, Colorado mountain crickets that we just heard. Um, I think I mentioned this last week. The handbells are starting back on October 3rd, uh, 4 o'clock on Sundays. So if you want to, if all you dinglings out there want to ring some handbells, <laughs> feel free. No experience needed. Um, we've got Trunk or Treat coming up at the end of October Woo-hoo. on Halloween. So, yeah. yeah I think that that's probably the, the biggest. That's the, hardest core now, thing we've got yeah now that we've is, gotten past the uh the church picnic i think that's the next big event on the calendar yeah. so and it's kind of cool that one ends the the last month of september and then one's the last last sunday of october yeah, for sure so kind of once a month a family thing through the fall kind of situation mm-hmm. then you get into the holidays yeah so. and everybody's gearing up for all the all the thanksgiving and christmas fun stuff yeah. so and then starting with our next episode, Patrick, what what, what else? Uh, I think there's a new segment coming, right? There's going to be a new segment on the podcast during the month of October. It's going to be called Paranorthside Activity. So if you have any uh, Linda the Northside ghost stories or anything like that, we'll, we'll share those on the podcast. But we'll be talking about supernatural experiences and how that relates with our beliefs as Christians. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting conversation. I think so.
Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Did y'all uh, tell any ghost stories around the fireplace you or know, fire fire pit? Why are there? Or see Bigfoot? Did you ever see Bigfoot? <gasps> no, we did uh. talk some about Bigfoot and <laughs> maybe the occasional UFO that you spot out there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, all those stars that you see, but who? Um, I bet the stars were crazy. Unbelievable. I mean, and even just the wildlife. We woke up one morning and saw three moose that were like 150 yards from us. Wow. We saw elk everywhere, mule deer literally like right next to our tent. So, I mean, it was it was impressive the amount of wildlife that was there. I bet that so, was hard, wasn't it? It really was. It was really, <laughs> really hard. Why can't we turn this into a, a, a hunting trip and just make some jerky, <laughs> right. fresh jerky? That's right. Give, That's me, right. Give, me a, give me a gun in a few hours That's and we'll right. have some fresh jerky That's for everybody. Right. <laughs> We got a couple of uh, like uh, youth retreats, don't we? We do have a couple of youth retreats. We have um, kind of a wild at heart retreat the 16th and 17th for the guys uh, in the youth group. And then on the 30th and 31st, we're going to do a captivating uh, girls retreat. And those are based off of books from um, uh, John Eldridge and his wife, Stacy. And, um, and they are kind of young guys books that kind of begin a journey kind of what similar to what chuck is talking about and and actually eldridge's do journeys that are exactly they they get together and do those kinds of trips sometimes um so i remember reading his book and and him first talking about the the um, sage how strong sage is and out there on the mountain it's literally just growing wild and you can just grab a handful of it and it's just like wow yeah it blows your silences away it's yeah (laughs) he reminded me of that because i remember wild at heart and just love that book yeah yeah Yeah, i I get it i understand where he he came from yeah so so we're gonna be doing uh some some stuff with that and just kind of get together with the youth and um looks like our numbers have gone down in the covid world around us a little bit lately so the good thing is hopefully yes hopefully we can not have to worry so much about so many strong restrictions for that retreat season and stuff but yeah yeah, definitely. Oh, and recently we had uh, See at the Pole in the youth world, and oh. several of our students and got out to you know their schools, and several of the schools had really good turnouts this year for See at the Pole. Kids praying for everything good in front of their schools. Really, really a good a good year for that. Well, guys, thanks for podcasting with me. And thanks to all of you out there in the world for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at Northside Now Podcast. Go to our website, northsidejackson.com, or email us at podcast at northsidejackson.com. We hope to hear from you soon. Once again, this is Patrick. Uh, this is Glenn. I'm Kevin. I'm Chuck. And that's what's <laughs> happening at Northside Now. Bye-bye. Thanks.